Nothing prepares you for those moments when reality slaps you in the face, sends you sprawling, and turns your life upside down. A reality slap can take many forms. The death of a loved one, a serious illness or injury, an horrific accident, divorce, betrayal, assault, infidelity, violent crime, job loss, bankruptcy, warfare, fire, flood, earthquake, pandemic, and the list goes on. We don't like reality slaps, and we sure as hell don't want them. But sooner or later, if we live long enough, we're all going to have them. And one thing's for sure, the bigger the slap, the greater our pain. Depending on what we are facing, we may experience shock, sadness, anger, fear, anxiety, dread, guilt, shame, perhaps even hatred, despair, or disgust. Indeed, sometimes the pain is so intense, so unbearable, our nervous system takes over and switches off our feelings, leaving us numb, empty, or feeling dead inside. Sometimes, if we're lucky and the slap is not too forceful, we can recover fairly quickly. We can pick ourselves up, dust ourselves down, find a solution to the problem, and carry on with our lives. But what happens when there is no simple solution? When someone we love dies, or our partner leaves us, or we lose our job? If we sustain a major injury, develop a serious illness, experience a violent crime that wrecks our life, if our loved ones are sick or suffering, if the world falls into pandemic-induced chaos. Reality slaps always involve loss. We may lose an important relationship through death, divorce, separation, or conflict. We may lose our health, or our job, or our independence. We may lose a sense of security, trust, or safety. We may lose freedom, support, belonging, or many other things that we deeply care about. And reality slaps usually give rise to a crisis, a time of intense difficulty and uncertainty where we're dealing with something awful over which we have little control. This is especially likely with those life-crushing, soul-destroying reality slaps that psychologists refer to as trauma. At the same time, or very soon thereafter, comes grief. Now, contrary to popular belief, grief is not sadness. It's not actually an emotion at all. Grief is a psychological process of reacting to any significant loss. During a grieving process, we may feel a wide range of emotions from sadness and anxiety to anger and guilt, as well as physical reactions such as sleep disturbance, fatigue, lethargy, apathy, and changes in appetite. The Five Stages of Grief Dr. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross famously described the five stages of grief as denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Although she was referring to death and dying, these stages apply to all types of loss, crisis, and trauma. However, they are not discrete and well-defined stages. Most people don't experience all of them, and there's certainly no fixed order in which they occur. 
They tend to ebb and flow and blend into one another, and often they seem to end and then start again. Whatever the nature of your loss, you're sure to experience at least some of these stages, so it's worth very briefly discussing them. Denial refers to a conscious or unconscious refusal or inability to acknowledge the reality of the situation. This could manifest as unwillingness to talk about it or think about it, or trying to pretend it's not happening, or a sense of being numb or shut down, or a pervasive sense of unreality, walking around in a daze, feeling like it's all a bad dream. In the anger stage, you might get angry with yourself or others or life itself, and anger's many close relatives frequently visit resentment, indignation, fury, outrage, or a strong sense of unfairness or injustice. 